Hello and welcome. You're listening to My Foreign Husband Podcast. Hello and welcome back to My Foreign Podcast. Actually, I should have said Labis, which is hello. Labadiana. I'm Emily and I grew up in America, in Ohio, and this is my husband. I'm Careless. I have Milo on the left. And he grew up in Lithuania. So today's episode, we're going to jump into a little bit more about our childhoods and how we went like to school. We're going to talk about some vampires. Um, and Carol's is going to try some drinks from my childhood. So I want to first jump into talking about you growing up. So like you always say growing up that you were like bored. So you were like kind of a punk. And you did some punk stuff like dropping water on people on your balcony. So tell me about why you did this and what you did. Um, wow, way to expose me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it was just being a child. I definitely would fill up trash bags of water and drop them from the third floor into people. And like, did you, were your grandparents at work or something? I don't. Yeah, they weren't home for sure. They and there was an overpass right under my balcony, so the people were always walking under it. Mm-hmm. And so, definitely dropped a lot of things off of it. Mostly water. And no, you never got, got hurt. No one. You never got caught. Like no we one saw you and caught. ran up. I think my second floor neighbor knew that I was fucking with people, um, because. Um, oh, you're gonna have to beep that one out. Um, because I used to also tie things to a string and lower it down the balcony. And I'm pretty sure, like, she saw and would, would, things would get caught and get stuck on her floor. So um, I always had, like, an engineering mind. So I always would create all these hoisting contraptions to lower and hoist things up with my Legos and Kinder toys. You were such um, a punk. But uh, I did drop some waters for sure, and um, um, the ladies were nice. Okay. <laughs> they weren't happy. Yeah, that is so rude. And then you also said that you slashed tires before. I have done that. Yeah. Why? Why did you I do was that? Just hanging out with kids, and I think that was just like a thing to do. <laughs> so. Um, That's so bad. Clearly had a bad influence when I was there, but. Yeah, what else did you do that you were a little punk? Uh, we wanted to act cool, so we would roll uh, fresh-cut grass into a cigarette and pretend to smoke it. Like it Yeah, was I feel like a lot of kids do that. Like, you would always... Pre- like, in America, we had... Uh, I don't... You guys probably had these, too. We had, like, the candy cigarettes and cigars, yeah, and people would pretend like it was so cool to smoke, so I can understand that. Chocolate coins were pretty cool, too, right? Um... <laughs> I mean, you have, I think you had them, but I wouldn't say they were necessarily cool. What do you mean they were cool? I don't know. I just feel like that was cool to have. I just can't believe that you were a little punk because you are like a goody two shoes now. So that's pretty funny to me. But nobody got hurt. So are you like ever curious to look up these friends that you did that with like on Facebook? Uh, Well, dropping water was mainly me by myself. Well, yes. Um, I, mo- I have most of those people on Facebook. Like, I know where they at in life. Mm, are they punks still? No, they're, they're <laughs> not. They turn out okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I definitely... I grew up in a suburb, so, like, definitely didn't do anything like that. 
for sure. Well, I spend all my time outside, pretty much. So I did, too. I was climbing trees as much as I can remember. Yeah. But, Milo, what are you doing? But anyway, so I want to I wanna jump into how school was. So, I want to know, like, how it compares to school in America. So, like, it's pretty structured. Like, you would go from different classroom to different classroom, usually for each subject. You would have, like, recess. I want to know about, like, how lunch was for you. And then, of course, like, you had after-school activities, um, you know, like the Music Academy, which is pretty crazy. Because I, like, went to, like, piano class once a week after school, but not, like, an academy like you did, like, where it was, like, a second school. So tell me, like, a typical day in, like, middle school in um, Lithuania. Which, by the way, do you have, like, a middle school, or is it all one school for every grade it's one building from one to twelve okay like for us it was like three schools elementary middle and high school no it was one school and as much as i remember i think from like the first until probably like high school level Mm -hmm. you had one teacher teach you all the subjects and you said that was your mom's teacher too right yeah that is yeah so she was like a grandma because she taught she took my mom through school Mm -hmm. and then my mom's friends had kids and we went in this we were in the same class so she really was like a grandma but um it was usually like one teacher for the whole uh day and like all the subjects until we got older and then uh we started like splitting up into different yeah but you always had the same classmate so it's not like you went like math was one student like one group of people and then you went to english well, well, Lithuanian was like a whole different class. Yeah, that might be just different too, he, even America, with depending how large your school was. Like if you lived in a small town, maybe it would be similar to that too. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, so like what was your typical day? Like how long were you guys in school? Like eight hours like we were? I remember being home for lunch and I think that was around like one o'clock or two o'clock. So you would go home? Did everyone go home? Because, like, you weren't allowed to leave I think so. I mean, I lived, school. like, two minutes from school, and I think I was walking home for food. I just, I, I also feel like that was the end of the day, hmm. um, and there was no after-school activity. Like, there, there's not, like, here where you, like, finish school, and then you do all these things that are part of school. Right. Like, if you audition or if you, uh, you know, go, if you're part of the track team, like, that's, like, still school, where, like, there was nothing like that for the... Um, schools there anything you did outside of school was like you just find a different like different school or yeah. club to do it wait so your school would be ending at lunchtime i think so that's what i remember i think that there was recess and we would go home to i actually don't remember i think that there might have been like a break and we would go back but but you would it leave. still would be early finish yeah, because well, for us, you don't leave the premises. Like, you stay at school, and you eat lunch there. Yeah, and that's... Like, you're not allowed a, to leave. That was the thing in, when I went to high school here, too. You couldn't leave. Well, yeah. Yeah, I remember, too, we had, like, a security guard that would keep... Would watch the parking lot in high school if people would try to leave. And they that's would, wild. like... I think my brother-in-law, Jeremy, I think he tried to do that with his best friend, and they got caught. Jeremy um, was kind of wild, I feel like, in high school. Jeremy has wild stories. Um, no, I mean, I think, like, yeah, we definitely couldn't leave in, in, when I was in high school here, yeah, it was a thing, you couldn't leave. Well, yeah. You actually couldn't even leave the cafeteria, like, they would keep you locked up in cafeteria. Yes, yes, I'm just saying, it's very different in Europe, Mm -hmm. for sure. 
and people i remember this is how wild it is in lithuania people will go outside of school building for the on breaks to because it was like a school building and the apartments right there so mm-hmm. people would literally walk like a hundred feet and just would start smoking like oh my gosh. nobody really cared like they were hiding because i'm sure they would get caught but people were doing it like it wasn't like a big deal so what was the last grade you went to in lithuania eighth Eighth grade so was it really a culture shock for you when you came to the u.s for high school like was it weird that you were in school all day long that you couldn't leave like was it Um, weird i don't think that was weird i think it was weird that the for each class i had were different people Mm -hmm. and also the classes were like much longer i feel like the periods were just insanely long yeah and um another thing i remember i just remember like weird stuff like i thought the quizzes Mm -hmm. were like actually like not what the quizzes were like when she said okay it's quiz time i thought oh it's like you know like open book answer type thing Mm. like and then it's like no it's an actual thing you get graded on and your your whole gp depends on it like did you not have quizzes in lithuania did you have tests we had tests and that's what i kind of was mentally prepared like test is like the one that you get graded mm -hmm. on where the quiz is more like it's just like quick thing yeah it's like a you know question answer type thing so but those really quizzes really affect your grades because they're usually like i don't know like five to ten questions and so if you miss one like you get automatically a b because there is so many limited questions on it so they really affect your grade and i remember too when i started that uh, when I was in New York, uh, well, at that point I was already speaking English. So once I like started school, um, I felt like all the subjects were like I already did, like the math and like oh, like you were already advanced. I already did them in Europe. Like the math was not like it was just repetition, like a repeating of the what I did already. It was just in English. That's the only thing that was maybe challenging. Is just like making your brain think mm-hmm. yeah i think that's pretty common too is like america's a little bit behind um in education on some things for sure but yeah i remember when we would have like foreign exchange students come to our um school like they would always be like kind of overwhelmed so they would have like a partner that would bring them around to their classes and like kind of be their buddies for them to help them adjust um so yeah and then so you went to an after-school school that was like another full-on school for music, right? Yeah, and it's not even like after-school. It's just something that you do in addition. So it was pretty much same amount of schooling, but second half of a day. Okay, like and three so three or four times a week. Okay, three or four times a week, and so that was a music academy. Yes. And so, did you have to audition to go into there? Did you get to pick that you wanted to do? Because you did piano and vocals so did you get to choose that or do you like audition for what you get to do no you have to audition it was all boys um it definitely auditioned i think i was six or seven i got in that you started yes and are you expected to like stay in that till you graduate yeah and graduation was the eighth grade okay so so you finished it before you came to america that was the reason why i didn't come early okay yeah i was about to ask that finish i wanted to finish Mm -hmm. um so one through eight you actually go in and it's not just choir you actually have like three or four classes that day Mm -hmm. so you go you do like piano class then you do 
music history. Yeah. Do composition, theory, theory, Mm -hmm. composition, and then like choir and. So did everyone do a musical instrument and you had to choose an instrument? Okay. And you were part of the choir by default. Okay. So you always did choir, and then you did the instrument, and then you, everyone did, all of like the theory and like composition stuff. Um, and how did you choose the instrument? I had a piano. My my mom played my. Okay, the, so it's kind of like my family was musicians, so it it was naturally like that's the one I would do. What other instruments did they have there? Was it like everything like guitar, trumpet, yeah, things all like of that? the like brass and string instruments. So you could have picked whatever you wanted. It we didn't have an orchestra so oh, that wasn't necessarily like that you audition that you do this for the orchestra but you had uh you know a quarterly uh like exams where mm-hmm. you had to like perform and you were graded yeah it's um, like private lessons for it it's private but not i mean it's all part of the curriculum it's like yeah it's not like when i feel like when like kids here say oh i want to sign up for piano lessons they go and they like do one-on-one lessons but and then they kind of have like uh what is it called like a oh um oh shoot it's not a concert it's like um why i can't think of it either now i just had it anyways you know what i'm talking about it's just a little concert yeah a little concert where parents show up and it's like if you do terribly not a big deal yeah yeah that's what i did i was in something like that it's like you get used it's kind of intimidating because you go in the room with other kids and Mm -hmm. there's only staff like this school staff and do you get teachers. like a rank? You don't necessarily get a rank, but you okay. get a grade, and you, you have to perform, otherwise you're not moving. Yeah. So it was, it's like, if you like go to Juilliard, I feel like that's how it is. It's meant to be, uh, you know, you can, you could get kicked out, I guess, if you were just slacking all the time. Yeah. I definitely cried many tears over the piano keys because like yeah. it is a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. Um, and is this something you guys paid tuition for? I, yeah, my grandparents paid. I, I mean, I, as a kid, I didn't realize, like, thought of that at all, but yeah, you had to pay, um, and then the choir was a big part of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to, like, be till 10 o'clock at night there. That's crazy. And you said that boys' choir, like, toured, right? Yeah, so once you, like, cross the threshold of the fourth grade, then you move into, like, the main one. And then you could, then you do all this stuff with them, and it's like it's massive. It's like I think over a hundred people, and then you do they create like a smaller touring group that actually travels through Europe and Asia and all this stuff. Um, and was this like pretty common for people to be in this music academy? Like, did a lot of your school friends do this too? Nobody did it. And okay, no, so it wasn't very no, common. No, it's because it's also it is like. It's not like you just go for an hour to sing. It's, no, yeah. It's like a full... It's uh, like, like you said, you, it's a second school. You second school, and you go home, and then you do homework. Like, mm-hmm. you do homework for that, because you have all these classes. Yeah. So you have to do homework for the next day. And then on top of it, like, put hours of piano practice. Right. I never practiced piano. You, I was like, so bad at to, that. I mean, I had my moments where I was, re- like, a rebel, and I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I never did. get whipped by it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it was just kind of, you know, because it's not fun. I mean, my friends, like, have summers, and I have to, like, practice all yeah. the time. Like, we have that, too, in America. I just feel like it's not as intense. I mean, I guess you could find something more intense. But 
yeah, like all my siblings, we all played piano too. And we had one piano. So like no one really ever practiced. I don't know. I didn't take it very seriously. Maybe I wish I did, but I think it's cool because when people, when I tell them that like you went to a music academy and you're like good at piano and singing, they're like, what? Like they're so shocked by it because it's mean, not really I, common here. I have great memories. I mean, I got to perform like, I, it's cool. I got to perform some great stuff. Uh, one of the like memorable things, it was like, uh, they took us and there's also my mom went to all girls music academy and she um she so they take the you know they took all these choirs it was a thousand performers mm-hmm. so it, i got to do a lot of cool stuff it's very rewarding and that's not like now i'm realizing how big of an accomplishment it is like my eighth grade like the final thing was like well the school owned a like old church mm. so like we had to go and perform for hundreds of people like it's a lot of pressure that i feel like i yeah. obviously i was dreading because when i was younger i was going through competitions and i just hated it because it yeah. was not i personally did not like it i thought it was just really stressful so then i didn't do those and i just then i started conducting went to that stuff and um got to conduct choirs and all this stuff but that was all like when i was still like seven and eighth grade yeah does it make you, like, miss doing stuff like that? Do you wish you were still doing music in um, your life? Because you don't play piano. I wish you would. I would. I do miss it now. If when we get a house and we get a piano, we'll do Ugh, it. I would love that. Because I sometimes, when we were first dating, I knew this about Careless. I would, like, throw random sheet music at him. I'm like, play this. Like, when we would go to my parents' house, they had, like, a little keyboard. And Careless could just, like, whip it out. Like, he would just look at it and sight read it and I was so impressed like I mean I did piano growing up but like it takes me a while to read something and I definitely couldn't do something crazy like you did did you guys sight read a lot because you're really you were really good at it when I threw it at you we had to sight read and we also had to uh one I remember one of the classes uh every class the teacher would play like uh, like composition pieces mm-hmm. and we had to by ear write all the score for it oh wow and that was the most stressful thing ever like because it's just so intimidating and a lot of it's just challenging and and this is always graded like that's something that like your grade depended on so it was like a lot of unnecessary i feel like when i was a kid that was, it's like you know like you're talking like nine yeah that's it's, crazy like it was a lot of work um but and so like when I finished it, I was happy, and my I think all my family thought I would go into music, um, but I wanted to be done. Like, I was, the eighth You're grade, burnt out. Yeah. seventh grade was the worst, because I was so close to quitting, mm-hmm. um, and then the eighth grade was the best. I had the most fun. It's kind of, I feel like, how senior year usually yeah. is. Um, and then I was, like, burnt out, but I was happy that I did it, and now I think it's coming around that I want to do it again. Yeah, I would love to see you do that. That's kind of how I felt. So in America, you can usually join an orchestra or band at school. So I did since middle school. I played the clarinet. And by the time I was in the final years of my high school, I was so burnt out. I was like, I am over this. I don't want to do it anymore. I had to do marching band too. And I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. So I understand the burnout. But it definitely was not as intense as what you did. But I think that helped make you who you are today like you're very disciplined you're obviously super smart like you catch on to things super quickly so I think that 
was a really cool experience that you had. Yeah, one of the biggest memories I remember, because I had to take a trolley to get there. Really? And my grandpa used to always take me mm-hmm. and take me there and take me back. Because it was in, I was, I lived outside of like the, it was a city still, but I lived like on the outskirts of the city center. And the school was, it actually had two buildings and we had to always bounce back and forth, mm. like run between the buildings for yeah. the different classes. And I remember, like, when I turned at a certain age that my grandpa, would, like, trusted me to, like, take a trolley by myself. And that was, like, a big deal because I was still a kid. Yeah. But I was able to, like, ride there and come back oh, for by sure. myself. Like, I remember, like, some good memories of that. Yeah. That's probably why you loved doing the subway in New York when you lived there. Oh, I love the subway. A lot of people hate it, but I love it. Yeah, you do. Um, and, uh, yeah. And my grandparent, like, my grandma still sees my teachers and, like, they still remember yeah all the kids like those teachers were like they still remember was there a lot of teachers there because if there's so many students and you guys are doing like private piano lessons um i mean i think it like i can i think so for the whole my for the whole career i had the same Mm. teacher so it was like one two three maybe i like consistently work with six yeah um but there was different things the only thing i didn't get to do that was cool is they had summer camps so like they would go to the lake and there there was like a summer camp thing Hmm. but it was a lot of fun i was just always coming here yeah to us so i always skipped out and i didn't get to do it i never did summer camps either because my parents were divorced and we lived in ohio with my dad and my mom lived in texas so every summer we would go to texas to be with our mom yeah and so I never got to do summer camps either. I always felt like a little left out with that because so many people would do that. Um, but obviously, I wanted to see my mom too. So yeah, it's it, it wasn't a big deal. But like it it, it would uh, if you don't go to summer camp, usually you don't get to travel. For right. Those all those different but countries. I think summer camp is a really cool opportunity for kids for sure. Um, I want to ask you too. What was the typical lunch you had? When you were in school. I think we kind of talked about it. Well, I didn't, I don't remember eating any lunch at school. Because you would go home, but you would eat like soup, right? Yes, always yeah, soup. Suruba, Suruba soup. Yeah, we would eat like a sandwich, bag of chips, some fruit, fruit snacks. I really do not recall anything that I would be eating at school. I don't even remember. Okay, there, there was a, like, yeah, there was a cafeteria now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't remember really getting any food there. But if there was, it was definitely, like, hot meals and, right, like, full things. Yeah, I mean, you had that, too, if you bought lunch. But if you packed lunch, it was, like, sandwiches. Um, okay, were, were vampires big growing up in Lithuania? Because it was, like, super popular here with, like, Twilight. and. I don't know. I think that they were. I mean, it's just, like, anything else, I think. Well, you love vampires. I think they're just... Yeah, no, you like them. So I wanted you to take a quiz to see what vampire you would be because you don't deny it. You love vampires. You love, you dressed up as a vampire in in high school for Halloween before. You love the vampire life. No. Okay, so I'm going to ask you questions to see what vampire you would be. Okay, so you're a vampire and you're getting hungry. What would you do? Would you go hunting? Make a plan to quietly trap a victim so no one would notice? Put off feeding until the last possible minute because my bloodlust disgusts me, or have a reliable plan at the ready that never fails to satiate my appetite. 
Which one do you think I would choose? Kill right away. No, I would be number two. I would, like, lurk. So, make sure no one knew. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How would friends describe you? Are you hyper, a black sheep, the know-it-all, or goody two-shoes? Hyper. Yep. Where do you spend your nights? At a club? At home trying not to give in to the bloodlust? In a mysterious foggy woods waiting for some people to cross your path? Or at the library sometimes it feels like books are your friends? I have to say the woods. Yeah, I know. Because you, you like to scare people anyways when we hike. Like you go on high. Okay, you spot another vampire. What would you do? Would you introduce yourself to see if they're worth knowing? Try to convince them to not kill humans? Kill them. More blood for me. Or walk away. Other vampires only cause me trouble. I don't think you can kill another vampire for their blood. So. No, it's because you would kill them and <clears throat> they're not going to eat as many humans. So now you have more to choose what was from. The first option? Introduce yourself. Introduce myself. Really? You want to make friends? Unless they kill you. Okay, what kind of home would you pick to stay out of the sun during the day? A finished basement in a, a mansion, an old cemetery, an apartment that you rent under a fake name and have completely light-proofed, or a home somewhere that's cloudy and away from other people? Um, number two. Number three, sorry, number three. An apartment that you rent? Yeah. Okay. Who will be your next victim? You. A- hey. <laughs> A loner that's been observing who doesn't make much contact with the outside world. Anyone really. A menace to society who needs to go. Or I don't want to hurt anyone. Maybe I'll try a blood bank. A menace. Do good while you're a vampire. Maybe a little bit. Where do you attack your victim? At your place? A dark alley? Run out in the open or the forest? The forest. (laughs) Creepy. Who's the first person you tell your secret to? Your first victim, your friends, your partner, or your family? A partner. Me? How do they respond? So how would I respond? Would I be scared, shocked, unsure about it, or accept you? Accept me. I don't think so. I think I would be scared. (laughs) Okay, pick a red photo. Which one stands out to you? So one's like flowers, one's like... A neon sign, a tree, and then like red with red shoes. I like the neon sign. Okay. How old are you really? Are you 78, 120, 156, or 200? That's funny because I do feel old inside. Yes, you're a grandpa. Uh, what would the ages say? 78, 120, 156, 200. I would say 120. Hmm, interesting. Okay, choose an animal. There's a kitten, a bunny, a wolf, or an owl. Ooh, the owl. Okay, where would you live? In a village? You are a village boy. A town, a city, or the country? City. More people to eat. When you first turned, so when you first turned into a vampire, what was your first emotion? Hunger, excitement, stress, or guilt? Um, I'd say hunger. I feel like excitement for you, but how would you rather die? I can't <laughs> die. No, you can as a vampire. Stabbed with a wooden stake, oh. drink holy water, burn in the sun, or death by garlic. I can't burn in the sun because I have the, the ring. Oh, <laughs> you remember the vampire diaries. Oh, yeah, because you only played it like 24-7. Um, buh, buh, buh. What was the last one? Death by garlic. Oh, I like garlic, though. So maybe that's why you would die, because you're like, mm, let me yeah, risk it. Let me, let like, me just I eat like, some garlic. I like the, the, what is it called when you 
pickled garlic, yes. Wow, you are um, Brad Pitt from um, The Vampire, what is it? What is that called? I can't remember that movie he was in. It says, you're a moral vampire. You're too kind and caring. Oh, no. You despise your darker nature and will do whatever it takes to keep your hands clean. For this, you are seen as weak, fragile, and delicate by other vampires. But don't worry too much about that. In fact, embrace it. The humans are grateful to know that their so-called monster isn't that monsters as all, after all. Wow, not what I thought I was going to get, but okay. Who did you want to be? I don't I don't know, but I didn't think that's what they're going to... I thought it was going to be characters from Vampire Diaries. Well, it's all... <clears throat> it was going to be, like, all vampires. So, like, from movies, TV shows, things of that. So you're just, I guess, a kind one, which your answers... I guess maybe because you were, like, being sneaky and, like... Not killing out in the open. I don't know. Good to know that you're a nice vampire. You're welcome. Okay. Um, okay, you're going to try some American drinks that I had growing up, and I want to get your reaction. Okay. So first in the classic, chocolate milk, and it's Nesquik, which is like the brand. Um, but I am not going to drink that because I do not like milk. What's your beef with milk? It's disgusting. I've never liked it. You've never liked even chocolate milk? No. I can oh. taste it. Yeah, I liked, I didn't like milk before. It was cool. Now everyone's like, ew, milk. I'm like, I never liked milk. Wait, is the milk not cool anymore? No, people do not say don't drink milk. That's why oat milk and almond milk are so popular. Um, this definitely brings me back, because I had, in Europe, the powder uh, Nesquik Nesquik yeah we did too the, it, I just remember it being really creamy so it does uh, resemble that but well, you can drink that it, because oh, it's, yeah, it's delicious um, I mean I put in my coffee I was thinking <laughs> like you probably would like that in your coffee but I mean kids love chocolate milk in America yeah and you didn't no what if it wasn't milk I don't know what else I would drink. Like hot chocolate with water. Yes, I'll drink hot chocolate. <laughs> I drink hot chocolate with water. I do not like milk. You're one of those weirdos. Yep. I like, we talk about this too with people. Like when I eat cereal, I barely splash it. Yeah, you just enough. Much eat in granola. Yeah. Dry just enough to get a little bit wet. But then why, then at that point, why do you even need to get it wet? Because <laughs> it's a little bit easier it's to not. eat. Well, then pour water on it. Ew, no, no, no. That's where I draw the line. No, no. Um, okay, so the next drink is um, the bug drink. So these are really popular in your lunches. They're like a tiny little juice. And also, it's also fruit punch, which is really popular. You can get that like in juice boxes or like Hawaiian fruit punch was like a really popular um, juice to get. Um, so go ahead. Bottoms up. Lots yeah, of sugar. Definitely have that. I do appreciate the... What do you call these? Like a twist top. Twist top, uh, sporty thingies. Yeah. I always feel like I would have a water fight with these, like. Yeah, I mean, these, these were up. popular definitely at like soccer games, which, by the way, growing up being on a soccer oh. team was really popular. Oh no no no! I don't like that one. It says it's made with real sugar. It just tastes like something like a medicine. If it was thick, it would taste like medicine. It doesn't taste like medicine to me. I think it's good, but it's very sugary. Okay, the last drink is so... That was, that was, that was real sweet. It's so iconic. It's the... It's Sunny D. So, 
this was so popular growing up. Like, it's so delicious. So it's it's basically orange juice, but, like, not. It's, like, tangier. I don't know. Take a sip of it. Did you already open this? No. Don't. Tangy original. Orange flavored citrus punch with other natural flavors. Yeah, it's definitely not orange juice, but it, like, tries to be orange juice, but it's tangier. I mean, they do a good job imitating that it's orange. I did squeeze my own oranges in Lithuania, though. Fancy. I, like, that was, like, normal to squeeze your own. I don't remember buying orange juice in the, on the carton. This does not taste like orange juice at all. It's very, like, it's just like a tangy juice. Yeah, I like pulp, too, so, I mean. Oh, I do not. Pulp is great. But, like, basically our drinks were very sugary. <laughs> um, we, like, loved putting chocolate in our drinks we love sugary juice the only sugary the only drink i had was with svarene which is those slivers that you like but they would make syrup out of it and then we would flavor water with that yeah i think we talked about that before that's like way healthier <laughs> just like flavoring your water with a natural fruit yeah. and i used to drink sparkling water before it was cool here yeah that's my my other grandma always has sparkling water so like club soda or something no, it was like the pear, like what's Pier, that green bottle? Yeah, she would buy that one. The other grandma wouldn't. So I always had good balance between if I wanted something, I go to the other grandma, she delivers it. Yeah. You know, like, so I always had so different candies. The drinks places. you had growing up were the sparkling water, juice you make out of fruit, and you did have powdered chocolate milk, too. Yeah, and there was sodas. Like, I think Coca-Cola was there, Pepsi, sure. the Fanta. Like, or, like the Fanta was probably one I remember actually yeah. drinking. But, like, was juice popular? Like, did you have apple juice, juice boxes? Um, I don't know. Apple juice, I th well, my grandparents would just make their own. Yeah. Apple stuff. Which is way healthier. So, I think that that's all I remember. I don't remember, like, we never would have sodas in the house. Yeah. We didn't either, The but... only time I would get a soda was with my money that I earned by working in the... As this little boy. Yeah. Pressing the plastic bags and melting them together. Yeah. In our house, we didn't have soda either, but it was... I think it's pretty common in America to have soda in your fridge. Um, okay, so we're going to do a Lithuanian word of the day. Um, today, the word is going to be school. Okay. How do you say school? Mokikla. Mokikla? Yeah, you got it. You're just putting the emphasis on the That's a fun word. I like that. Mokikla. 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 Mm -hmm. That does not sound like school at all, but I like it. Man patinka mokikla. <laughs> what does that mean? Man, I like school. Did you like school? For the most part. Mm. Besides being forced to learn English and Russian, that I did not like. Mm. Yeah. That's why I didn't learn it. You, I, schools outside of America, like, put more importance on learning other languages. Like, everyone learns English outside of, of America. I don't think, when I went to school, not really. They were having those classes. Yeah, but, I mean, I didn't but we didn't anything. have that growing up. Like, you maybe took Spanish for, like, two years. But, like, you guys learned that as part of your mm, curriculum. I wouldn't say, though. I, I mean, I did not learn English. Yeah, but they taught it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I know mail, Spanish but... after taking it for four years. I don't know Spanish, I, I don't think but I learned it. Um, okay, so now we're going to go into Shit Carol Says, my favorite part. 
So these are things that Carlos has said to me throughout the years we've been together. I write it in a notes tab in my phone. So I'm going to read them randomly to Carlos and get his reaction and comments on it. So the first one is Carol said, I'm not an actor. I go with the flow. I don't remember when I said that. I don't think I said that. Probably when I try to record you on my Instagram or something and you're like, don't make me do this That's again. That's probably why, because you like, I do something funny and you want yeah, to reenact and it does never come out the same I know. Way. I just need to always record you because you do the funniest stuff. Okay, the next one. Um, okay, you said you can't effing trust redheads. <laughs> why can't you trust a redhead? Oh, that, I, say that. <laughs> I don't know, but why do why are you scared of redheads? redheads? You said it. Are you suspicious of them? I bet it was some kind of TV show or something that we watched. Yeah, but you know, maybe it was Survivor. But you know, like in <laughs> there's always that joke like redheads don't have a soul and things like that. Mine so. Was a redhead. I know, so you can't say but that I said anymore. That a long time ago. I bet I said that like a really long time ago. So views have changed. Mm, probably. <laughs> yeah, our son is a redhead, a curly redhead boy. You can't, you can trust him. Maybe not all the time. Um, okay, so that is all we have for today. Um, anything you want to say, Careless? No. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. You can always see us on Instagram at Life of the Pilot's Wife and Careless Snieszka. And you can also follow Mr. Milo at um, Life of the Pilot's Dog. And Milo is currently passed out on our feet and he's very upset. You have anything to say, Milo? Nothing? Nothing. All right. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode please rate us in apple Podcasts and leave us a review we love reading those super fun um and we will see you next time Ata. Ata. and the other one you always say yes i got her <laughs> what does that mean that sounds same. different it's the same thing Ike. all right Ike, that's the one all right Ata.